Well, to lighten the mood, I'll share mine. I know. Real quick. I was like, so, real. I think you want to talk about this. Like, Sai already knows this down. story. In fact, it, it almost caused him to pass out thinking about it. Um, I went to bed and I was sleeping at my grandparents' house at the night. And I obviously had, I was getting sick and I had a dream that I was a rabbit. And I was rabbit? in this, What? A rabbit? Doing a what? rabbit. I was a, a rabbit. rabbit. Yes, I was a rabbit. Bunny, not bunny, bunny, but bunny rabbit. rabbit. All right, and I was in a, and I was like in a brer patch, and the hunter was after us, <laughs> and I was trying to escape, and uh, literally, like we're, we're running around me and the other rabbits, and we're trying to get out, and <laughs> right as like the, the 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 farmer like aims his gun and shoots, and it blasts right in front of my face, and I woke up, and I had this horrible splitting headache. <gasps> Hmm. And anyway, um, I mean, the story itself is eh, mildly interesting, but Sai, as I'm telling this story in college, Sai is just like in tears laughing and I'm like, what the hell is so funny? He's like, like, I'm not picturing you as a rabbit. I'm picturing you like dressed up as a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all remember the Christmas story? Yes. (laughs) Uh, a big pink nightmare. <laughs> Here I thought I thought Cy was gonna say that he had a dream when he was a kid that he shot a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also dreamed that there was this car sitting by itself and I put oh it Oh my in- god, and then I just gave it a big shove. <laughs> put it in neutral. Oh, there's a, ch- little, there's a little blonde two year old in the back oh, uh, seat of that car. Your your wish fulfillment of becoming Freddy Krueger is uh <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome up to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 40. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, when going to bed, would you prefer to curl up with a good book or a good movie? Cyrus Martin. Well, depends. Is the book or the movie buying? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it. I need uh, go on. I don't like to curl up with a book in bed because you fall asleep and, you know, then the book ends up under you and you're like, it hurts and, you know, like, you can't breathe and you're like, what the hell's going on? I got this damn book and you throw it and then the cat runs out the door and you break something and you're, everybody's upset and the light seems like a very specific are time. very different than mine. <laughs> All right then. Uh, I, but the 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 problem is if you go to sleep with a movie on, you have the most fucked up dreams ever. Like you're imagining pieces of movies and stuff in your dreams and lines from Bruce Willis and shit, and you're like, Bruce, why are you in my fucking dream? And he's like, you know, yeah, and it's not good. It's unpleasant. You know, all of a sudden you believe your name is Hans and stuff, and you're like, I'm Hans, and you know how the brain works faster than reality. So like you're you're hearing one line, and you add a whole bunch to it and stuff. So you're Hans Christian Andersen in a Bruce Willis movie. It's just not good. So you're going with book? He's <laughs> <laughs> going with neither. I'll go. Uh, yeah, books. Fine. All right. <laughs> Lamy, uh, book or movie? I prefer to go to bed with a good 
book because I have noticed as I have gotten older that I don't sleep well if I have um, like the screen on in front of me. It just, it like makes my brain too revved up, I guess. So mm-hmm. plus there's apparently been scientific studies on that too. So I do really well with a good book because I realize that as my eyes start to like get really heavy that I can just close it, put it away and pick it right back up the next night. So kind of calms me down. I get nice and cozy under my blanket and then all is well. So basically I'm an old lady and I can't have the TV on while I'm sleeping. Well, there you go. Uh, Ray, where do you come down on this one? Uh, well, because the book for me, like if I'm really tired, I'll read the first line of the page like five times and get frustrated <laughs> and it fall in my face or, you know, drop the book or whatever, you know, uh, I have to lean towards movies, although I will say that if you're into a really good book, the other negative is that you'll be up all night with that book, where at least yep. with the movie, it's, you know, a finite time. You have two and a half hours to two hours, and then you know you're going to sleep. So, movie it is. That's a that's actually a really good point. I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I knew you would. Uh, Jennifer Hetzel's uh, joining us again this evening. Uh, which would you prefer, book or movie? I had to pick, I'd say book. I don't have a TV in my room anyway, so you know, that's the only option. But yeah, I like I like reading a lot, and that kind of can help me get a little, you know, get ready for bed if I'm not quite tired enough. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I do most of my reading via uh, audiobooks, but um, I, I find it easy, unless I'm just like super dog tired, um, I'll tend to stay up later for the movie, and I'm not having the weird dreams that Zai is talking about, but I do tend to, I don't sleep as well if I'm, you know, falling asleep during the movie. Um, on the other hand, if it's a book, or, you know, if I'm reading something on my phone or something like that, um, I know it's it's like, you know, you start doing like Ray said, you, you read something, you're like, what? What did I just read? You read again, you're just, I'm just like, all right, it's time to go to bed. So if I'm actually wanting to try to get some sleep, uh, I definitely have to say book. Um, I don't want to say books necessarily put me to sleep, but uh, I've got a much better chance of not getting uh, somewhat rubbed up or kind of like what Laney was saying or really getting, you know, involved in the movie and actually uh, getting uh, some shut eye, so... Which has been kind of difficult for me here lately. I don't know what's going on, but like that's a different show. Can tell you like, hey, it's time to go to sleep because your brain's not being stimulated by like light and sound and all that jazz. So Absolutely. unless you have an e-reader. No, see, sure. I have a Kindle and and it's fine. But see, like even when I read stuff on my phone, like I have the brightness turned all the way down. Whereas, like my wife, when she's reading stuff, it's like a freaking flashlight. Oh my she's god, like, her phone is so bright. <laughs> so bright. She's like, "Here, look at this." I'm just like, ah, "Like, ah. you think I was a vampire, like fleeing from the sun?" I'm just like, "Really?" It's like flight, you know, a flashlight in my eyes. Really? She's gonna be blind by the time she's fifty. No joke. Um, <laughs> well, continuing our uh, our Halloween uh, month uh, tonight's uh, uh, topic is. Um, one of my favorite books of uh, all time, unfortunately, may, it did a horrible translation into uh, the movies, was uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. The idea of taking a uh, classic movie monster and incorporating them into a, uh, in, in, into a classic story. It, number one, it was very well done. Unfortunately, the movie was not. Um, and since then, we've actually gotten some other books, uh, children's books along that line. Um, 
although some of them aren't technically for children. Like uh, you've heard of uh, the the hungry the hungry caterpillar. Well, I have a version called the hungry zombie, and it's it is not really for children, uh, even though it's done up like a children's book. But uh, I thought we uh, we we keep going with that theme. So uh, this evening, everyone came up with their own. Um, they took a children, classic children's story or fairy tale, and they incorporated um, um, at least one classic movie monster into it. And uh, uh, a couple of them will uh, – we have the entire story fleshed out, and uh, we may get a dramatic reading by our good friend Cyrus here. Um, and then other stories we may just have to you know, kind of work with and, and, and go along. But uh, So everyone has at least one story that they, they wrote and are put together, and we're going to show that uh, this evening. So uh, we'll, we'll see what we get out of this. Would anyone like to volunteer to go first? No. Once, <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> At least from Lainey. <laughs> darkness, my old friend. Tell <laughs> <laughs> well, you what, I actually wrote two stories, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and do the second one that I came up with, just kind of, just kind of get things going. Um, if you are not, if you don't have small children, um, you may or may not know this book. It is a classic. It's been around for quite a while. Uh, the original book is called um, Brown Bear, Brown Bear. Uh, but my twist on it is brown werewolf. So here we go. Brown werewolf, brown werewolf, what do you see? <clears throat> brown werewolf, brown werewolf, what do you see? I see a black cat looking at me. Black cat, black cat, what do you see? I see a red vampire looking at me. Red vampire, red vampire, what do you see? I see a green witch looking at me. Green witch, green witch, what do you see? I see a white ghost looking at me. White ghost, white ghost, what do you see? I see a blue alien looking at me. Blue alien, blue alien, what do you see? I see a purple blob looking at me. Purple blob, purple blob, what do you see? I see an orange jack-o'-lantern looking at me. Orange jack-o'-lantern, orange jack-o'-lantern, what do you see? I see yellow monster eyes looking at me. Yellow monster eyes. Yellow monster eyes. What do you see? I see a gray zombie looking at me. Gray zombie. Gray zombie. What do you see? Uh, rain. You see, I had a totally different take on your story. I okay. did too. When, when I, when, you want me to do it? Go for it, dude. <laughs> okay. So I imagined all these as different characters and who they would be, right? Absolutely. So it was like... You know, brown werewolf, brown werewolf, what do you see? And then it's, you know, he's like, I see a black cat looking at me, you know, and then. Oh, my God. <laughs> you well, know, it's not the chupacabra. <laughs> Although that would have been awesome if it was chupacabra. Chupacabra, chupacabra. <laughs> black cat, black cat, what do you see? I see a red vampire. Oh, oh no. Michael Scott. Oh, and we just lost the audience. <laughs> no, no, he has to keep going. I have to hear the vampire and the witch. <laughs> okay, red vampire. What do you see? And the vampire is just, you know, Dracula, you know, so he's... Uh, uh, I see a green witch looking at me. And then the green witch, green witch, what do you see? And it's, you know, the witch from Wizard of Oz, you know... Um, I see a white ghost looking at me. And then, of course, white ghost, white ghost, what do you see? I see a blue alien oh, looking God. at me. <laughs> oh, Accurate. 
<laughs> blue alien, blue alien, what do you see? Mm, I see a purple blob looking at me. Uh, and then the purple blob, purple blob, what do you see? Oh, I see orange jack looking at me. And then the orange jack lantern, orange jack lantern, what do you see? And of course, it's Jack Nicholson. I see yellow monster eyes looking at me. Oh my god. <laughs> And then the yellow monster eyes, yellow monster eyes, what do you see? I see gray zombie eyes <laughs> looking at me. The greatest zombie eyes ever, let me tell you. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> They're huge. And then gray zombie eyes, gray zombie eyes, what do you see? Eh, brains. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. You just brought that story to life. <laughs> Here's what we need, though. We need we need someone to illustrate it and like and like they look like themselves. That would be great. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> oh man, thank you. That oh, I, I, Christy's gonna have to go back and listen to this one. This is this is. <laughs> That was just how I took it. I mean, and and see, that's what's wonderful is I took it as just like how I would have told it, kind of to the boys, and and you took it to you know a whole new level. That's awesome. Your other story is wordy. It's a little wordy. It is very wordy, but I also was trying to follow the ori- the original story. So, um, would anyone else like to jump in real quick? All right, it's it's class <laughs> sure. time. Okay. I'll- <laughs> I can go if y'all don't have anybody else want to go. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll get oh, this out of the way. Okay. All right. So um, I, I looked at Goodnight Moon, and then Eugene kind of pointed out that somebody else had done a Goodnight Goon. Uh, luckily, I took it in a different direction. So uh, wish me luck. We'll see how this goes. All right. <clears throat> so in the great theater room, there was a concession stand and a blood red moon and a picture of the great toilet ghoul. And there were three little critters giving us shivers and two, uh, and erase head and pinhead and a little doll Chucky and a God named Zuli. And a xenomorph and a predator and a bowl full of blob and a quiet old Freddy whispering, this is God. Good night, theater. Good night, Terminator. Good night, great toilet ghoul. Good night, fly. Good night, blood red moon. Good night, critters giving us shivers. Good night, eraser head. And good night, pinhead. Good night, wolfman. Good night, gillman. Good night, Chucky. And good night, God named Zuli. Good night, Xenomorph, and good night, Predator. Good night, Invisible Man, and good night, Blob. And good night, Freddy, whispering, this is God. Good night, Silence, and good night, Scares. Good night, Screams Everywhere. There you go. Wow. (laughs) Bravo. Nicely done. That was really good. Muchos gracias. Gracias. Is that the right way? No, I shouldn't have said that. He should, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> you say merci. That's okay. <laughs> merci. 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 <laughs> that was good. Thanks, dude. It was very good. It was very uh, poetic. 
I, I try like Eugene. I was trying to keep the same tone as Goodnight Moon. So, but anyway, it worked very, out. Very good, very good, very good, sir. I I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed that better than uh, the the Goodnight uh, Goon that uh, the boys have. So. <laughs> I think that see that's another one that I think would be uh, really well animated or uh, drawn out. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> Just kind of picture you know the little critters and sitting on a chair, <laughs> exactly. eating everything in sight. And... But like in the same in the same like artistic style that the, yeah. the original's done, that would be awesome. Actually, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Very cool. All right, Lainey, what you got for us? All right, so this is the one that that I came up with, and it's not totally fleshed out. But I wanted to do a take on Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Okay. Be Carrie White and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> or very bad prom. Oh, dear. All right. That's all I got. No, I'm kidding. So I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, wait. but yeah no i figured i could start off with uh obviously the shower incident Mm -hmm. and then her day just keeps getting worse she goes home (laughs) mom is yelling at her and you know she's just she's constantly getting screwed she's locked in the closet she's realizing she's got all these issues going on and then eventually i think you would have to condense it obviously since it's a children's book but her day starts to look up because she gets asked to prom and then she gets there and everything's wonderful and then the pig's blood. And then the really horrible part is that she kills everybody and then uh. dies on the way home. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of time to flesh this out this week. Your story, no, I like this no, it's, Your story has potential. It has potential. Yes, it does. Yeah. That's the key here. Well, and the thing was when I was coming up with ideas, because I really like this story and I thought it would be really fun to do, um, but I couldn't decide between Carrie, Wright, Carrie White and Reagan McNeil hmm. from The Exorcist. I see. Hmm. She so has a really they, bad day. I was going to say, so would it be, like, would it focus just, like, would it focus on the events leading up to it or... Yeah, the events leading up to okay. it. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool though. That's not. Yeah, that's an interesting take on that. Like literally, just taking the one story and like, yeah. See when I when I gave this when I when I had this idea this assignment, I was like, I was interested to see what everyone would come up with. So uh, I was trying not to be you know too overly instructional with it because you know I wanted to 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 see what everyone would come up with. So, uh, side, do you want to share yours real quick? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's not very good. I've stop, mentioned that before. Stop. Yes. Look, I mentioned that before, but stop. But it's really serious. Okay. Okay. So I want you all to bear with me here because this is going to be uh, a little interesting. All right. It's called Green Eggs and Ham and Dracula. All right. Got it. And uh, it's very similar to the original, but shorter. I cut it down, and uh, it has, like, some very dramatic stuff going on. Okay, so imagine this almost like an um, off-Broadway performance, okay? Very dramatic lighting and sort of period uh, costumes and stuff from, like, around the 
um, uh, mid to late 1800s Europe, uh, stuff like that. Okay. So the X is a prologue. <clears throat> prologue. Sam came home from school early one day. He found his sister, younger brother, and mother in a trance. Before he could cry out, a figure emerged from the shadows. It was Dracula, Sam's old nemesis. Sam suddenly found himself fighting for his sanity against the dark powers of the Lord of Vampires, who had but one goal. He would find a way to convince Sam to eat his own family. We begin inside Sam's thoughts. I am Sam. Sam, I am. <laughs> That's Sam, I am. That's Sam, I am. I do not like that. Sam, I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? I do not like them. Sam, I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Would you like him, them here or there? I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, I am. Would you like them in a house? <laughs> Would you like them with a mouse? Sam felt the oddest sensation that the ham and eggs were somehow disguised. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Sam blinked, and for an instant, he saw his sister and brother, each lying on the kitchen table, ready to be killed. But what was real, and what was not? <laughs> Would you eat them in a box? <laughs> Would you eat them? With a fox. Not in a box. Not with a fox. Wait. A box? A box? A box like a coffin. Not in a house. Not with a mouse. Sam began to struggle against the powers of Dracula. He could feel clarity coming from somewhere in the haze of his thoughts. I would not eat them here or there. Sam was almost free. I would not eat them anywhere. Sam reached down and picked up a silver dagger from the kitchen table. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, I am. Sam cried out. He lunged for Dracula with all his might. And so the final battle between light and darkness began. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. Very dramatic, but. <laughs> 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 
By the way, if you have not listened to uh, Sai's book, uh, Ethan Eternal, uh, that's a a pretty good taste of what it's kind of like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dramatic. Yes. It's all good, dude. (laughs) No, I I like that you twisted it. Sam I Am is actually saying Sam I Am. Yeah. Trying to remind him of who he actually is. That was a good twist. Yeah, very well done, sir. Gracias. <laughs> was yeah, that was a lot. It was really good. <laughs> Are you a little overwhelmed, Darlene? I was amazed. I do it all for I the didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know where size started and and end. It was crazy. Really? I laughed. I cried. It moved me, Bob. Mm. <laughs> there was no. There was no sigh. It was all. There Sam. was no sigh. There was only Sam. <laughs> And indeed, I, Sam, he was. I almost thought about doing Sam from Lord of the Rings, and instead of, instead of Dracula, it would have been Saruman. <laughs> oh, now that would have been cool. <laughs> but it was what it was. No, I liked it. It was I, I'm because I'm, a lot of people don't think about uh, you know the the mind control aspect that you know. Dracula supposedly has. So, dude, nobody's ever read that book. That book is freaking awesome. Yeah, the the I highly recommend to anybody that's never read Dracula to read it. The book it is, is a really really good book. Yes, it is. Preach it, sister. Preach. It. I enjoyed the movie, so I mean, I, apparently there's a big you know split on that one too. The movie has some stuff from the book. The uh, the the uh, Francis Ford Coppola movie. Yes, has some stuff from the book, but they he went a whole different direction. He changed the whole dynamic of everything. Dracula is supposed to be a monster, you know. He's supposed to be scary as shit, and he is in the book. See, I may have to add that. That might be a good uh, a good one for like uh, our book club for maybe next uh, next year. So around Halloween, it's a cool book. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer, would you like to share? Uh, yeah, I'm going to let Cy read mine since Alrighty. he has that. Uh, but I did uh, a twist on if you give a mouse a cookie, and I did if you give a rancor a fork, I think. So, what did, what was it? If you give a rancor a Jedi. A Jedi, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second line of the book. Yes. Yeah. All right. I don't know uh, the exact tone here, so I'm just going to jump through this. We'll we'll have fun. Okay. How should we read that? Should it be like, uh, you know, if you give, like like that? Yes, it's kind of, I, that's how I've always <laughs> taken that as kind of, not condescending, but kind of like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of how I pictured it. That's how we're going to do it then. If you give a rank or a Jedi... He's going to ask for a fork. When you give him the fork, he's probably going to ask for a knife. When he's finished, he'll ask for a napkin. Then he'll want to look in the mirror and to make sure he doesn't have any bones in his teeth. When he looks in the mirror, he might notice he needs a shave. So he'll probably ask for a razor. When he's finished giving himself a shave, He'll want a broom to sweep up. He'll start sweeping. He might get carried away and sweep every corner of the cave. He might even end up washing the floors as well. When he's done, 
probably want to take a nap. You'll have to fix up a cot for him and a blanket and a pillow. He'll, he'll climb on, make himself comfortable, fluff the pillow a few times. He'll probably ask you to read him a story. So you'll read him a story from one of your books, and he'll ask to see the pictures. When he looks at the pictures, he's going to get so excited, he'll want to draw one of his own. He'll ask for paper and crayons. He'll try to draw a picture, but he can't grip the crayons because he has claws. He'll get angry and decide to draw on the wall using Jedi blood. When the picture's finished, he'll want to scratch his name under it with his claws. Then he'll want to hang the picture above the fireplace, which means he'll need to build a fireplace under the picture. He'll build the fireplace and stand back to look at his picture. Look in his picture will remind him that he's hungry. So, he'll ask for a fork. And chances are, if he asks for a fork, he's going to need something to eat with it. So run. That was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. I've always, Fantastic. every time I've ever read that, the, the original to my boys, that's exactly the type of tone I, I took it to be was, you know. The slightly exasperated one. Yes. I love it. I love the sarcastic slant and yeah, it was great. That's how I always read them to my kids. It's awesome. I can't deal with all this praise. I'm used to being ripped apart. Don't worry, I'll do that later too. Oh, it's not you two. So when when I was doing that story, I was trying to keep it as close to the original and just, you know, substitute out the the nouns or whatever, but I liked imagining like a Rancor cuddled up on a cot and doing all the things. <laughs> no, no, it was hilarious. That was great. Hilarious yeah. to think about, you know, like, oh, now he's going to need a napkin and a shave. That was very good. Thank you for, for that. That was really I love nice. That. Good job. Good job. Um, I'm enjoying these. Like, you know, several, like I said, several of these I would love to see actually like drawn out as actual books because I think it would be hilarious <laughs> to show them to people. Um, I guess the last story we have for the evening, um, that at least we prepared, uh, is, uh, the, like I said, the first one that I wrote. And, and when I first had the idea for this, this topic, uh, this kind of just instantly jumped into my brain. Now, I have not read the original book in forever. In fact, I don't even know if my boys have a copy of it. I need to buy them a copy because this is this is literally my favorite book growing up. And um, of all of the quote-unquote classic movie monsters, this is also my favorite movie monster. Um, so uh, it's like, all right, well, let's put chocolate and peanut butter together. Um, Cy, do you have the, the document opened up? I do. All right. Uh, as you noticed, I have highlighted all of the actual um, um, – uh, vocalizations in blue. So if if you want, if you wouldn't mind, I could do uh, the narration if you wanted to do the voices of the characters. Okay. If we're going to do that, y'all have to give me, let's say, I mean, what do we have? We have a giraffe. We, we have, have a giraffe. We have a monkey. Uh-huh. We have a uh, snooty gold engine. Okay. We have an <laughs> elephant. And you know the giraffes don't exist, so this is... 
That's right. By the way, I don't know if that's going to make the pre-show, so a lot of people are going to be like, what? Ladies and gentlemen, giraffes. So we have, on. We, have, we have giraffe, monkey, uh, elephant, snooty gold engine, um, the tired, tough engine, and then uh, the helpful blue engine, who is female. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, I can do this. All right, cool. He's got All right. it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So like I said, uh, the first book that I immediately threw together was, of course, The Little Engine That Could Survive the Zombie Horde. <laughs> oh, God. The pretty red engine was pulling a long train full of candy and toys and zoo animals to the safe zone over the mountain where zombies can't get them. The pretty red engine stopped and could not pull the train any further. The giraffe said, Oh no, the pretty red engine. Oh my god, I'm done. Hang on, I'm trying to do this. Oh no, the pretty red engine ran out of coal. Now, what, what will the good little boys and girls do in the safe zone? How will the zoo animals get away from the zombies? <laughs> A shiny gold engine came by, and all of the zoo animals flagged the engine down. The monkey said, Shiny gold engine, please help us. <laughs> Our engine ran out of coal, and we need to get to the safe zone over the mountain before the zombie horde gets here. <laughs> the shiny gold engine said, Oof, I'm a passenger engine, and I only pull passenger trains. Me pull you? <sighs> I only pull the richest and most important people to safety. Now, get out of my way. Then the shiny gold engine rolled on down the tracks. The elephant said, I'm sure it will be okay. We just have to flag down another engine. Just then, a strong, big engine came by. The monkey said, yeah, there's a strong engine that could easily pull us over the mountain to the safe zone. Uh, excuse me, uh, big Mr. Strong Engine. Uh, our engine is run out of coal, and we need to get to the safe zone over the mountain before the zombie horde gets here. The big, strong engine said, Brother, you want me to pull you? <laughs> I only pull freight cars full of important things like weapons and vehicles. I'm also really tired. And the big, strong engine rolled down the tracks. The elephant said, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be okay. Uh, we just have to flag down another engine. A few minutes later, the giraffe spotted another engine coming down the line. The giraffe said, Here comes another engine. It, it is little and blue, but maybe it'll help us. The little blue engine stopped when she saw the animals waving. Is this another voice? That, uh, yes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Little blue. Okay. Little blue. What's the matter? <laughs> Asked the little blue engine. The monkey said, hey, Our engines run out of coal, and uh, we need to get in the same zone over to the mountain before the zombie would get to him. The little blue engine said, I'm not a very big. Uh, I'm not very big, and uh, I've never been over the mountain before. 
The little blue engine knew it was going to be hard to pull the long train over the mountain, but she was scared to think about what the zombies would do to the candy and toys and animals. I don't know uh, how we're going to get over the mountain, but I think I can. The animals cheered and got into their cars. The little blue engine began to pull the train slowly and said, I think I can. Uh, I think I can. I think I can. The animals said, We think you can. We think you can. We think you can. The little blue engine pulled the train full of candy and toys and zoo animals to the foot of the mountain and started the slow climb. I think I can. I think I can. Uh, I think I can, she said. Just then, the zombie horde appeared and was getting closer to the train. The little blue engine huffed and puffed, trying to pull the train up the mountain, as she said, Oh, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. The monkey threw bananas at the zombies, which caused them to slip and fall down the mountain. The elephant blew water out of its trunk and washed the zombies off of the caboose. The little blue engine kept huffing and puffing as she said, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Slowly, the little blue engine pulled the train up over the top of the mountain. The animals cheered, and the little blue engine steadily pulled the train down the mountain and away from the zombie horde. The little blue engine said, I knew I could. Uh, I knew I could. I knew I could. And she pulled the train full of candy and toys and zoo animals to the safe zone, where the good boys and girls cheered and cheered. The end. Yay! <laughs> when I, I originally wrote this in the first draft, and I was I finished up like right at like eleven o'clock, and I was like, all right, I gotta go to bed. And I was thinking, all right, I'm gonna give it a second polish the next day. And I talked over with my partner at work, and she's like, no, I think it's fine just like it is, because I was debating whether or not I was gonna add a part where um, the two pre- previous engines had, like toppled over somehow or another, and like the animals, like uh, the strong engine had. Uh, uh, like okay, so the the passenger engine like toppled over because it was going too fast, and all the people were you know turned into zombies and eating each other. And the strong engine, something happened to it, so like the animals got off and they got weapons, and then they come to a like uh, a fortification on the tracks, and they have to like barrel their way through. And uh, I cut all that, you know. I, I'm that's that may be in the director's cut. We'll see. That's, but, that's uh, about what I was gonna say. Get that in the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> what, no no nudity. <laughs> that's the HBO version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when so, HBO adapts this into a uh, seven yeah. uh, seven year series. <laughs> so you know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing like you know the early day YouTube uh, cartoon videos. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm picturing. With, like, oh my god! Yes, like salad yeah. fingers, right? The salad fingers. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's or like style. really shitty uh, flash animation. Yeah, solid fingers. I yeah. don't know. If so definitely like that old school, very low, <laughs> but that'd yes. be hilarious. Low budget, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I said, it was like, all right, well, I'm going to put these two together, see how that works out. So thank you for the voices, Cyrus. Uh, my favorite had to have been the uh, the, uh, the the big strong terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else have any other ideas that they didn't like really flesh out or, or you know, just they were playing with, but they really couldn't figure out where to go with it. So um, 
the the one that I I told you guys about at the beginning, and and I still I think it'd be fun to to try and flesh out someday, is uh, so talking about this whole thing, I immediately went to fairy tales, and I picked, um, and then I also wanted to pick monsters, and so I thought it would be really good to have Swamp Thing star as the Little Mermaid, and I think oh my awesome. god, yes, that would be awesome actually. I would take that. That would be awesome. And like I said, at the I want to hear the swamp show, thing go, "Daddy, I love him." That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Daddy, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the show, I talked about uh, Pride and Prejudice and zombies, and they've gone on, and it's not even the same writer. Like apparently, some other people picked up the ball and ran with it because there's also um, 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 sense and sensibility and sea monsters. And I know there's also uh, Little Women and Werewolves. Um, I have not read either of those books. But, yeah, just the idea of taking, like I said, these classic movie monsters and incorporating them into these types of books I think is just awesome. And and seeing it trickle down into, uh, you know, kids' books I think is, is great too. Um, I was – because I was also playing around with the idea of trying to do something with Pete the Cat. And I was like, okay, what would Pete the Cat, you know, stumble into? And I thought maybe maybe aliens or something, but – I end up going with the uh, the brown werewolf, uh, so uh, which which ended up being pretty fun. So, um, anything else anyone wanted to add, or any other stories they kind of played you know played around with? I was trying I kept, to think kept trying. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to think of a story to put Gollum into, but it didn't quite pan out. Oh, Gollum could definitely be um, one of the dwarfs. Yeah, that'd be good. There's there's a lot of opportunities for him, but and and I would have loved to hear him uh, hear Cyrus do a, an impression of him in one of the. I can do it. I have to work up to it. I have to be ready for that. But I yes. can do that. You gotta you gotta have some notice, obviously. Yeah. Gotta prep for that one. Yeah. yeah, it he'd be like dopey, but as but he'd actually say what dopey was thinking the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> this inner monologue going back and forth about how they think he's an idiot and he's really not an idiot. <laughs> he just really wants the ring. Yes. <laughs> Why do we care about this woman? I don't care about the woman. I want the yes. ring. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. My when I originally uh, when I sent the the topic out to everyone, I originally said you know something about um, um, Little Red Riding Hood, and instead of dealing with the big bad wolf, it would have been a werewolf. So, uh, I mean, that was just kind of you know easy to go with. I'm almost now that I'm thinking about it, I probably should have done something with that. Did they do a movie like that? Actually, you know what they did? Kind of. It was I don't even remember what it was called. Um, oh yeah, it, it was very. Um, it, it was in the time when they were doing like the Hansel and Gretel witch hunters or whatever. Um, the brothers Grimm. Yeah. It was one. Yeah. What was the name of that movie? I, I watched it. It was very, there was a lot of uh, stylistic choices. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, not a lot of substance there. <laughs> Cause you know, you're taking, you're basically taking a, a story that, you know, you, you can read to a child in about, you know, five minutes and like, all right, let's, let's expand this to an hour and a half movie. <laughs> a lot of stuff you have to fill out, but well, already yeah. then I guess let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pants for the week. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Ooh, crickets. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I actually have two picks for the week. Uh, the first one, and I, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit at the beginning of the show, before the show. Um, my partner and I at work have been doing a lot of cleaning up in our office. We're organizing our office. And uh, we found an old computer. That, like, literally, it's it's not good for anything that we can really do anything with at, you know, for work. So, but instead of sending it downtown where it's basically just going to sit there, um, we're turning it into a, um, not a main cabinet necessarily, but basically an, you know, something to play emulators and, and like watch YouTube stuff on. And, um, I was trying to, I have not done this in a long time. So I was like, Oh, Hey, my friend side did some videos on this on YouTube. Let me just kind of go check out, see what he had said there. And, um, I don't remember why you said you abandoned this, uh, this project or this product side, but, um, uh, uh, retro arc, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. So I, I download this retro arc and here, the thing is, is, you know, I get to looking online a lot of people and I almost gave up, like I almost didn't even try because a lot of things I read was like, Oh, you know, yes, it's awesome, but it takes forever to set up and it's really hard to set up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a shot, I guess. And I find a couple of videos on YouTube. They're like, well, here's, you know, just a quick, easy way to set it up. So what it is, is it's basically a front end for, um, you, you literally download and load the program. And then it goes out and you tell it what emulators you want to download. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess uh, go grab a go grab a Nintendo emulator. So I go grab and download the, the emulator and I follow the YouTube video and it's like, well, here, download this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. And then you set up the controllers and then you can literally like, I went ahead and installed an emulator for SNES and for the Sega Genesis and like, you basically open up this front end and you can do all of the controls directly from the controller going into the game and out of the game and everything else. And I, I'm sure you can probably tweak it so it looks more like the original. Now, granted, we have it hooked up to an L, you know uh, an LCD and it looks you know super clean and crisp and everything. And all I care is to be able to, to play the games. And I'm like falling in love with this thing. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I've got to go find some more ROMs. And this thing is awesome. Like, I, I'm like... I may end up having to, to put this on my system at home to, to play games. But uh, um, if you're, if you're thinking about doing a, um, and, and you're not trying to get like super, you know, super in depth, like, you know, trying to make it look pixel perfect to how the original consoles were. Um, I, I definitely recommend retro arch. It's man, it's, it is slick. It looks good. I mean, it looks kind of like the, the front end on a, a PlayStation three, but I mean, Having all of my emulators in one thing that I don't have to like, all right, well, let me close down this emulator and go to this other one and just being able to like back out of it like you would a modern console and go to a different game is flipping awesome. If you would would like at some point to do a discussion of that for my channel, that would be cool. Absolutely. Uh, Let me get a little more in depth to it because I've got some questions. Um, I have a bunch of ROMs and when I loaded them, a ton of them did not load. And I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, we can can talk about it. It's the 32 bit to to 64 bit translation thing that's going on there. So um, I'm going to have to go look up some old ROMs. But anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I would absolutely love to talk to you about that. So Um, my second pick for the week um, is actually just happened last night. Uh, Lainey and I went to our first official. we we were part of the Ghostbusters uh, ATX or Austin area Ghostbusters. Uh, we went to our first official event representing them last night, um, along with another guy, uh, uh, Brian Kinney, if you're listening. Uh, hey, buddy. And um, so it was the three of us. <laughs> it was interesting. Like, 
I, I, talking about it with Lainey on the drive home and then talking about it with my wife last night, I cannot tell you how much of a difference of a person I am since the last probably three years. Um, I am an introvert by nature. Um, I granted, you know, I do a show online and whatever, but um, mm-hmm. I'm an I'm an introvert by nature. But uh, yeah, so I volunteered to drive to Austin, which is an hour uh, south of where I live, to dress up as a Ghostbuster. And when I got, I had no idea where I was going, and showed up and was basically put on a small stage in front of everyone. And so that people could like come take pictures with us. That's awesome. And it was awesome. It was completely awesome, but there's no way in hell I would have ever done this like three years ago. Um, the thought of being like, you want me to do what, where, and what? No, no, absolutely not. And now I'm just like, yep, do it. Go for it. Um, but yeah, so, um, we went to this really awesome, uh, community. It's called uh, mobile loaves and fishes and it, um, the community is called uh, community village. Yeah. It's, it's community village. And what it is, is it's like 27 acres is what they said. 27 acres is what they said. 27 acres that, uh, they've built, uh, these, um, um, micro homes, mini homes, and these trailers on, and they are uh, working to um, uh, rehabilitate and get uh, chronically peop- uh, homeless people off the streets. So they're giving them a place to live. There's like a farm t- for them to help out at. There's a shop there. Uh, they're they're getting them uh, uh, working in jobs and and basically, you know. Uh, helping to get these people back on their feet, and um, uh, the video that they showed, I, I actually posted on my uh, YouTube, on my YouTube, on my um, Facebook channel this uh, today. Uh, it talks about, you know, it's it, it's not it, it's one thing to um, it, it kind of goes back to the whole thing of you know, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, give him you know, teach him to fish, and it's definitely taking the you know, teaching a man to fish uh, situation because it's not just giving someone a place to sleep for a night or, or a meal for a day. It's, it, it's, it's helping these people get back on their feet. And I was honored to, to be a part of this. I mean, granted, I, I showed up dressed like a ghostbuster and took pictures with people. I, I didn't have a super huge commitment to it, but the fact that I was able to, to promote it and, and get people interested and hopefully will cause more people to come out and, and find out what it's about and get more people involved. Um, this is this is why I'm like so down to be a member of this Ghostbusters team because uh, the, the Ghostbusters teams all over the U.S. do this. They they do charity work, um, you know. They they promote different events for charities and stuff, and it's just it's humbling and it's it, my being able to do something that I enjoy doing anyway and doing it for a good cause is just awesome. And you know it it's you know, kind of hits you in the feels. So, um, that was going to yeah, be that's... my pick as well. So I'm going to piggyback off of Eugene's. So, yeah, it was awesome. We had a blast. We took a, t- a ton of pictures with a ton of, uh, kids and, and, and adults. And so, yeah. Uh, and then we got to hang out with, uh, with, uh, Brian, who's, uh, another ghost, ghostbuster member there in Austin. And, uh, He's, his story's kind of very similar to us. He's just like, you know, I, I got into this. I've always, you know, liked the movie and, you know, was starting to find out about the whole Ghostbuster community and then finding out about, you know, hey, they do charity work and stuff. And he's like, you know, I'm an introvert as well. So the idea of doing this is like, what are you doing? This is not introvert work. But uh, so, but, you know, you, you put on the suit and you're a different person and you just, you know, 
you're like, let's go do some, let's go do some good. Let's go help some people. So it's very cool. Very cool. So very good. Very good. Cyrus, you have a picker pan for the week. Uh, well, I do want to, I guess it's a good opportunity to mention as a pick, I guess. Um, I'm doing a giveaway and I want to talk about it as much as I can in as many places as I can. I'm giving away, I'm giving away a Nintendo entertainment system. Uh, fantastic idea by the way. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's original console. It works fine. It's got a controller, uh, AC adapter, everything you need. It comes with Mario and duck hunt one cartridge. Um, and it's a gift that I want you to give to somebody. I want you to tell me who we're giving it to. And I want you to email me. Uh, just tell me a little bit about the story. Who's the person you want to give a Nintendo to? Uh, tell me about, you know, why you want to give it to them and what you think about that. You don't have to give me a, you know, super detailed breakdown. Just give me, a, give me the story. Tell me who we're giving a Nintendo to and why you think they would really enjoy having it. And email that to cyrusmartin at yahoo.com. Cyrus Martin is all one word, cyrusmartin at yahoo.com. And we'll give away a Nintendo, and I'll ship it to them on my dime. You just got to tell me who it is. Uh, and I'll be announcing the winner of this giveaway November the 10th. So uh, if you want more information, of course, check out videogamevirus.com. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who to enter to, to nominate. I'm trying to think who would really enjoy uh, a classic NES. I'm I'm still scratching my head on this one, but if I figure out someone, believe me, I'm going to enter because this was an awesome idea. This was an awesome idea, dude. Just to clarify, it's not for you. It's Absolutely. For, it's for whoever wins to give away. So you tell me who we're giving it to, and I will send it either to them or to you, but you got to give it to them. Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's a fantastic idea. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Jennifer, you have a picker pan for the week. Yeah. Um, so we talked a little about this before the show, but, um, at work I get to help oversee the creation of a mural downtown and it's been a really cool project and it's starting to kind of, uh, you know, get close to being completed. And this week we've seen a lot of people come out and help work on it. And, um, you know, we're, it's a community thing. We have public work days and um, we've commissioned the Colleen Civic Art Guild to head it up. So they're doing the majority of the work, but we are trying to get people involved in painting. And um, so it's been an interesting project and it's really helping to beautify downtown and just showcase the talent in our community and our history. And that's been pretty cool to see finally, you know, come to fruition after several years working on it. Awesome. Are y'all planning on doing uh, additional murals, or we would like to? Um, we have a sponsor uh, for this one now, um, but we are, you know, if we want to do more, we'll have to obviously get more sponsorships um, since paint costs money, and you know, commission the artists and all that. Um, but yeah, as long as we can get sponsorships and um, walls to paint, you know, and it, and we're not just limiting it to downtown, you know, we'd like to see it kind of spread to different areas, but since the chamber's downtown and, you know, downtown revitalization's going on, uh, we figured that's a great place to start. And, uh, you know, people that have participated in that have seen it just in passing love it. Uh, so we're really hoping, you know, it sparks further interest, other people to kind of get, you know, get similar projects going and it'll take off, you know, domino effect. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Ray, do you have a picker pan for the week? Uh, yeah. So 
as we told you well, the last time I was on that uh, we were watching Stranger Things and all that stuff on Netflix, uh, I came across a documentary um, to kind of get me back into the whole geek thing of one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Uh, it was called Back in Time. I've and, seen it. Oh, man, it got me all wanted to like get a DeLorean all fitted out with everything. And, yeah, it was awesome. Yes, it is. It, so, is, it is a good documentary. Yeah, so uh, that kind of that kind of fed into that one, and so now I'm trying to think of uh, different props and costumes and stuff like that that we can get into, and maybe use that for Fan Expo next year or um, uh, even Halloween this year. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, Very cool. And then the other the other thing that uh, well, you know what, I'll talk to you off air, and then we'll go from there. But okay. uh, something, something new coming soon, hopefully. Very cool. Um, well, awesome. Yeah, there's actually, and I'm, I'm sure I'll probably be sleeping in late tomorrow morning. Uh, but uh, there's a, a a group that meets at this local coffee shop up from my uh, up the street from my house every Sunday morning. Um, um, coffee and cars, I think, is what their their name is. And uh, there's a couple of DeLoreans there, and I think one of them is decked out. The last right. time I drove by and saw it, and I keep meaning, I'm like, I've got to set my alarm and go by and see this thing because yeah. it's so cool. Where's so. it at? Um, it's um, oh, what is? I cannot the remember coffee the coffee beanery. Of, yeah, the coffee beanery on uh, Stanley Luter. So, oh. yeah, they have a uh, they have a little car club that they get together, and of course, most of them are newer cars or you know older cars that are decked out that you know, uh, you know they're they've got their hoods popped and you know they're just they're just showing off their showing off their vehicles so. Um, who knows, maybe in a couple of years here, if I can come get my plan to come to fruition, it's something that I could show up with something one day. We'll see. Uh, specifically park it next to a DeLorean would be awesome. Anyway, um, where can we find you on the internet, Cyrus Martin? Uh, like I said before, videogamevirus.com. Uh, go to YouTube, look for Cyrus Martin. You'll find me or you'll find, uh, my footprint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lainey, where can we find you online? You can find me um, at uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at It's a Lainey Bird. Very cool. Uh, Jennifer, where can we find you? Um, Instagram and Twitter, Het's Gonna Be Me. It's H-E-T-Z, Gonna Be Me. Het's Gonna Be Me. Yep, yeah. awesome. Uh, Chris, where can we find you? All right, Chris. Uh, Ray, where can we find you online? Sorry, I just read the name. That's okay. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Lake Life Artist on Instagram. Uh, and uh, sorry, there hasn't been a lot of posts lately, but there will be more soon. Uh, now that rentals are kind of dying down, and we uh, will have some more time for art soon. So, yay! Yay! Uh, and of course, you can find the site at epicallygeeky.com. Um, you can also find it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, if you would, please, uh, wherever you listen to the show, whether it be uh, iTunes or uh, Stitcher or. Uh, uh, Google Music, please give us a five-star rating. There's a place there to uh, leave a review, if you would. That would be awesome. Um, I'll promise I'll read it if it's there. Um, but uh, And then, of course, you can find uh, follow my Wacky Adventures online at Optimus Jane on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night.